Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had a request from Tom, one of my followers, asking me to go through each and every premiership side and just give my live reaction to the player I automatically think of when I think of that premiership victory. So it might be a guy that stood out on grand final ride. It might just be the guy that was the leader in that team. Might be the best player. Could be a range of things. It could come down to a heap of things. But there will be one player that I will distinctively remember from each team. There might be a couple in each side, but I think for most of them, there'll be one guy that just a as soon as I think about that premiership winning side, that person will come to mind straight away. So he asked me to do from 2000 onwards. So I'll go through that. What's that? 21 uh, premiership winning sides going through each player from those sides that stood out to me. Obviously, some of these teams will repeat. Let's kick off with the Broncos of the year 2000. Obviously, knocking off the Sydney Roosters, uh, the Olympic year for Australia. For me, when I think about the 2000 Broncos, I, I probably think Kevin Walters. I'm pretty sure it was Darren Lockyer who got man of the match. Clive Churchill in that game, but for me, I always think Kevin Walters, that was the last of his premierships. I think it was his last season as well. So Kevin Walters, he's the guy that comes to mind for me for the 2000 Brisbane Broncos. They obviously had Wendell Saylor, Lottie Takiri, these sort of guys, Shane Webke as well. He played that game with a broken arm. So a couple of guys, but I do think Kevin Walters straight away. He's my guy there. 2001, the Newcastle Knights having a rampant first half against the Parramatta Eels. I think they ended up winning 30-24, to but they led, I think, 26-0 at halftime or something like that. Incredible stuff. Uh, for me, I think back to this game, and Joey, he was the Clive Churchill medalist. Ben Kennedy was unbelievable in this game as well. It'd be one of those two fellas that I'd probably go with, but I think it's hard not to go with Joey here. I thought it was an unbelievable performance. I thought Ben Kennedy was probably unlucky not to win a Clive Churchill medal that night, but I don't think Andrew Johns didn't deserve it. It'd be one of those two fellas, but I think it's hard to go past Joey. If I think 97 a few years earlier, I think you probably have to go Joey there as well, obviously setting up the match-winning try for Darren 
Darren Albert, a moment in rugby league we'll never, ever forget. Uh, so I think Joey probably takes both of those. But 2001, Joey, I think he slightly, slightly edges out uh, Ben Kennedy for me in that one. Let's go to the 2002 Sydney Roosters. Craig Fitzgibbon got the Clive Churchill medal in this game. He was incredible. And aging Brett Mullins was in this side too. Luke Phillips, tough as nails in this game. Luke Rickardson, Craig Wing. I mean, this team was star-studded, but it has to be the number six. Brad Fittler, uh, probably my favorite player of all time. I would almost say definitely my favorite player of all time. If you watched the Instagram live the other night, you saw we, we picked up a giant Brad Fittler poster the other day that sits in the studio now. A bit of memorabilia for the old man cave slash podcast studio. But Freddie, that night, I think it's one of the most incredible moments in rugby league history. Richard Villasanti comes out, absolutely smashes Freddie with a pretty dog shot, splits him open, and Adrian Morley, Craig Fitzgibbon, all the Roosters, they really took it personally, and they just did a number on the Warriors from there. It's one of the most... Uh, it's one of the biggest moments in grand final history. I, I sort of think it's underrated as far as moments go because that game was very close. And Freddie, Craig Fitzgibbon, I think he was the best player on the field. I think he deserved the Clive Churchill medal. But good God, Freddie must have gone close. He laid on two or three tries. He got knocked out. He got back up. Came up with a couple of big runs. There was one in the in the, for the first try they scored where Freddie goes on a barnstorming run for about 25 metres. Then it comes out of Brett, Mellon, Brett Mullins on the left edge. I think he finds Shannon Hegarty for the first try. Kick the 40-20. Put in a brilliant kick for Chris Flannery to score. Put over Craig Wing with another try. Uh, an unbelievable game for Brad Pittler. So he's my guy from 2002. The 2003 Penrith Panthers obviously beating uh, the Sydney Roosters. A couple of standout guys here. Obviously, Craig Gower, he was the skipper of this team. Scott Sattler made that unbelievable tackle on Todd Skinny Burn. Reese Wesley, he was probably the best fullback in the game that year. Probably the most electrifying player in the game that season as well. He obviously had a young Luke Lewis. Luke Rooney as well. Ryan Girdler. Uh, Paul Atua. Joe Nullivau, I mean... The amount of talent that was in this side was unreal. But for me, the guy I always think of, and he's probably not the popular vote, but the guy I always think of has to be the Clive Churchill medalist, Luke Prittis. I always have said that it's the best grand final performance we've ever seen, and I think I will always stand by that. Uh, Nathan Cleary had a great grand final this year, no doubt about that, but I don't think it even comes close uh, to what Luke Prittis did that night in the pissing rain to lay on two tries and to score another one. They only scored three tries. He scored one of them and, and, and set up the other two. Incredible game from Luke Prittis. In the pissing rain as well to do what he did, made a heap of tackles. Uh, yeah, he's a guy I think of when I think of the 2003 Panthers. 2004, Canterbury Bulldogs beating the Sydney Roosters 16-13, to another game I was lucky enough to be at. That Canterbury side um, obviously had, you know, Thurston and Sonny Bill coming off the bench with, I believe, Roy Asatasi. So right up there with probably the best benches we've ever seen in rugby league history. But for me, I think Willie Mason, he would have to be right up there. Braithen Astor was the six. Luke Patton was the one. Willie Tonga was playing center. Bobcat Ryan, he was in the second row. Champion player. But a guy that I always think of, and I thought he was just unreal in the grand final, was Brent Shifty Sherwin. Uh, obviously, Willie Mason got the Clive Churchill medal and well-deserved. It was a fantastic game. I think when you look back at the stats of that game, it's one of the best games on record by a forward ever. It would be incredible if he played that game today next to Taumalolo. That's how good that game was from Willie Mason. But Brent Sherwin, I just always thought he was exceptional for Canterbury. He's always been one of my favorite players. I think he's got one of the best short kicking games of all time. We got to interview him 
on the podcast uh, a couple of months ago. And what an unreal experience. A guy I love talking to, criminally underrated, Shifty Sherwin. Played a huge role in that grand final. Set up two tries, I believe. He was sensational. So Shifty, he's probably the guy I think of there, but very hard to leave. Bobcat, very hard to leave Willie Mason, very hard to leave a Willie Tonga, a Luke Patton, these sort of guys. Matty Utai scored two tries in that game. He was great. Hazmel Masri scored a try as well. Maybe it was Matt Utai scored one, Hazmel Masri scored two. Uh, I can't remember how it played out. El Masri, he obviously scored that try where it looked like he got held up. And uh, a moment that I'm sure Shannon Hegarty regrets for the rest of his life, he's standing over the top and he starts to clap like the boys held him up. And then Hazemel Masri made another attempt. Uh, pretty tough pill for Shannon Hegarty to swallow there, I imagine. Uh, let's move to the 2005 West Tigers. Brett Hodgson had an unbelievable year. He was incredible. Robbie Farrell was great. Benji Marshall came up with the flick. Uh, for me, though, I think I have to go Scotty Prince. I always look back at that grand final and think it's Scott Prince's premiership. I don't think they win it without him. I also don't think they can win it without Brett Hodgson or Benji Marshall either to be honest with you, but I just thought Scott Prince he was the guy. I think we we look back at that premiership, we see a lot of highlights reels and we always sort of think oh, that was Benji's team, but for me it was Scott Prince's team by a mile. He was the captain of that side, he was the Clive Churchill medalist. He was the guy they turned to in the big moments when they, whenever it was last tackle, whenever they needed a kick, it was always Scott Prince. He was the fella. He freed up Benji to do a lot of the stuff he did. So I know a lot of people will say Benji and I can understand that, but for me, I always greatly appreciated what Scotty Prince was able to do. So he'd be my guy from the 2005 West Tigers knocking over the Cowboys there. 2006 Brisbane Broncos was there for this one as well. Uh, pretty easy one here for me. Obviously, Sean Berrigan brained it. Uh, you know, you had your, your Webkeys, your Tony Carrolls. I think Brad Thorne was in this side still. Justin Hodges, Carmichael Hunt, star-studded team. Absolutely star-studded. But for me, it has to be Lockie. Uh, watching him kick that field goal in this game. I believe they won it 15-8 or 15-6, to something along those lines. An incredible grand final. Tough, tough uh, competition, this one. Uh, but Darren Lockyer, he's, when, when I think Darren Lockyer, that white away jersey with the Nike tick on the chest, I think it's Ergon uh, Energy as the major sponsor. That's the that, that's how I picture Darren Lockyer in this game, uh, his crowning moment here. Sean Berrigan, very hard to leave out. Hodges, incredibly hard to leave out as well. But I just can't leave uh, Darren Lockyer out of this list. And that was the game I remember him for, even though I believe he did get the Clive Church on the year 2000. It's the 06 that's the crowning moment for Darren Lockyer. You've got to remember that year as well, an incredible season. He scored the winning try in the State of Origin game that started uh, that incredible run for the Maroons. He took the intercept off the Brett Hodgson wayward pass. And then at the end of the year, I was at the SFS and he scored the match winner uh, to win the Tri-Nations for Australia. So he just did it all that year. 2006 will forever be the year of Darren Lockyer for me. 2007, controversial one here. One of the premierships that was stripped. The Melbourne Storm and the Manly Seagulls. Uh, obviously, Smith, Slater uh, and Cooper Cronk were in this side. It's the They lost the grand final the year before. But for me, this is the year of Greg England. Uh, the season he had and the grand final he had. I still remember him scoring that try where he just, he got the offload from Brett White and he was about 60 metres out from the line and I don't think he got touched. He just went around the fullback. It wasn't Brett Stewart. I think it might have been, might, might have been Michael Robertson. I think Brett Stewart was taken out of this grand final early with from that uh, Mick Crocker hit, the controversial one. But G.I., he's the guy for me in this one and I think he might feature a little bit later, but we'll get there when we get there. 2008, Manly Seagulls over the Melbourne Storm. A couple of guys come to mind here. Obviously, in a 40 to nil game, it was a bit of a weird one because Brent Kite got me into the match, a front rower, probably unexpected. Um, 
Steve Menzies scored an unbelievable try. Another moment I'm so happy that I was there for. It's still one of the loudest noises I've ever heard when Beaver scored in this game. But for me, it has to be the Ox, Matty Orford. What a season 2008 was for him. Captain this side, won the Dalian medal, was sensational. The grand final was great all season. Uh, his combination with Brett Stewart, I've posted about on Instagram. Unbelievable stuff. We've actually been in contact with Matty Orford over the last few weeks. He is going to come on the podcast. He's just had a baby over the last few days, so he's got his hands full at the moment. Uh, but we're going to sit down, have a couple of beers, and shoot the shit on a podcast over the next few months. So really looking forward to that one with Ox, one of my favorite players. 2009, another controversial one, obviously the Melbourne Storm, uh, having this premiership taken off them, beating the Parramatta Eels led by Jared Hayne on that incredible run that he had. For me, the 09 Eels, I probably think about Billy Slater. Uh, this was a real team premiership, this one. Uh, but I think it was Billy Slater that got the Clive Churchill in this one. There really wasn't a standout person in this game, to be honest with you. I think that the selectors sort of said after that they gave it to Billy Slater because he had such an incredible uh, final series. And I think that was fair enough. This is the year that I'm pretty sure Slater, he played a game against the Manly Seagulls that they won by a heap of points in the prelim, it might have been. And he scored some unbelievable tries. He absolutely brained it this season. Uh, so Billy Slater, he'd be my guy there. But it's a really hard one to pick because... There's no obvious standouts for me from that team. Finchie was obviously in that team. Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, all those guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Billy Slater there. 2010, the St. George Illawarra Dragons beating the Sydney Roosters. Uh, this one's an easy one for me. A lot of really talented guys in that Dragon side. Obviously, Benny Hornby, he was the skipper. Mark Gaznia, Matty Cooper, unbelievable centers. Bo Scott, Kevin Costner, the bodyguard. Uh, Michael Wayman, Dean Young, Ben, uh, ben Cray, sensational players. But for me, it has to be Jamie Soward. I don't think they win that premiership without him. His kicking game was some of, if not the best we've ever seen. It was incredible that year. The way that he goal kicked as well, sensational. I was saying to the Rubdown boys the other day uh, on our draft podcast, go and have a listen to that one if you haven't yet. 2009 draft, obviously the year after. Uh, sorry, the year before the current Jamie Soward we're talking about. But... Every time they just got within 50 metres and they had a penalty, Sowie just throw over two points and they would strangle you out of games that way. Just scoreboard pressure. Uh, a sensational player, Sowie. Very, very underrated. Wayne Bennett said a few weeks ago that the Dragons fell apart the day they let Jamie Soward go. So for Wayne Bennett to say that, you might not like Sowie, and that's fine, uh, but there's no doubting he was an incredible player because he went to Penrith and he did great things there as well. So Jamie Soward, he's my guy for the 2010 Dragons. Obviously, another shout-out for Darius Boyd, who was a Clive Churchill medalist that night. He was great. 2011, Manly Seagulls taking on the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, standout for me here. Obviously, this is the year that Foles and Chez came through. They won that premiership as very young halves. Brett Stewart was unbelievable. Jamie Lyon also great, but I have to go with the Clive Churchill medalist. I have to go with Glenn Stewart. Um, a fantastic performance in that grand final. One of my favorite players of all time. I think he would be much more suited to the game today than when he played. I think he would probably be the best link man in rugby league today if he was still playing Glenn Stewart. So Gifty, he's the man that I think of when I think of that 2011 grand final against the New Zealand Warriors. 2012, the Melbourne Storm and the Canterbury Bulldogs. Obviously, this one is the end of a narrative for the Melbourne Storm after having their points taken off them two years earlier to come all the way to back to the grand final and knock over the Canterbury Bulldogs in this game. Sensational stuff. I've spoken about this one a little bit. Another game I was lucky enough to be there for. And this is the crowning moment. Well... 
Actually, this is probably not the crowning moment. This is the crowning moment for Cooper Cronk as a Melbourne Storm player. Uh, for me, there's one of my favourite tries ever scored in this game, if not my favourite ever. He throws a pass to Billy Slater where Slater is coming from around the back of him. And he all Cooper does is he, is he steps and he lines up straight. He squares his defender and he floats the ball into the air just into space. And Slater knows exactly where it's going to be. Ryan Hoffman does his job on Josh Reynolds, the outside defender, and the gap just opens up. A great try, especially in a big game like that. Just sensational. And the faith that Cooper Cronk had in Billy Slater, very, very rare to just to just throw a ball and trust that a guy is going to be there in the right spot. People really underestimate and undervalue how hard that is to do. So Cooper Cronk, he was the Clive Churchill medalist that night, and that's the crowning moment for me there. Let's move to 2013, the Sydney Roosters. This is the year that they signed a heap of guys. Um, probably one of them I'll, I'll mention as the guy that I think of. But this is also the year that Roger Tuivasa-Sheck emerged. I'll always remember that season. He was just like nothing we'd seen before. Boyd Cordner. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He played lock in the grand final, and he was told six weeks before this grand final that he was going to be out for 12 weeks with an injury and somehow made it back. I heard him talking with the scope on YKTR the other day about the moment where uh, Trent Robinson said to him, mate, I'm going to pick you at 13, and he hadn't played in eight weeks or six weeks or whatever it was. Incredible. Uh, the three guys they brought, Jenko, he scored that unbelievable try in that grand final. We'll never forget that. Sonny Bill, he set up a great try, put James Maloney through a hole. But Jimmy, he's probably the guy I remember. I don't think they win this premiership without Jimmy or Sonny. If they didn't have either of those guys, or if they didn't have one of those guys, I think they probably don't win this grand final. So it's between Sonny and James Maloney here for me. I'm slightly edging towards James Maloney, but the professionalism that Sonny Bill brought that year, it's really hard to leave out. So one of those two guys for me. Let's move to 2014, the year of the South Sydney Rabbitohs defeating the Canterbury Bulldogs uh, from memory, 30-6 to six or 30-8, to eight, something along those lines. We already mentioned Greg Inglis earlier. He's one of the guys I remember, the, I remember this grand final for or this premiership team for, but I think it has to be Sam Burgess, uh, Clive Churchill medalist, and the narrative that he had in that grand final is just part of rugby league folklore now. Uh, a lot of other local juniors that I loved watching this season, Adam Reynolds was one, Dylan Walker, Alex Johnson, Johnson, Johnny Sutton, most experienced South Sydney player out there. So a number of guys to pick from here, but I think Sam Burgess, he's just too hard to leave out. Isaac Luke, another shout out to him, obviously missed that grand final, but it's almost more memorable because he missed it. The lead up to it was just crazy. But Sam Burgess, I think he has to be my pick, probably with Greg Inglis a close second. Him doing the Goanna, another moment. I'm so glad I was there to see that one. Luke Keery, another young guy in this team that had brained it as well. I think we forget Luke Keery and Adam Reynolds. I mean, 
mean, Adam Reynolds was the rookie of the year in 2013. They won the premiership the year year later in Luke Keary's first season. So incredible stuff there by the South Sydney Rabbitohs. 2015, North Queensland versus the Broncos. Controversial one here once again. I know a lot of you will get upset. A lot of you will straight away think Thurston. I think Michael Morgan. I really do. I still think it's the greatest play in rugby league history. At worst, it's the second greatest play, I think. To come up with that in the last play of the grand final, I would put it on the same par. I'd put it slightly above what, what Joey did in 97, to be honest with you. Mick Morgan, I've spoken about it a lot. There's no need for me to go into any more detail. The other guy, though, would be Jonathan Thurston. Of course, he kicked the field goal. Wasn't a great game for JT as a whole. I, I still think that he was lucky to win a Clive Churchill. I would have given it to Mick Morgan personally. Uh, I also think that a couple of the Broncos boys were well-deserving of that one. Anthony Milford's one. Jack Reed's another one. Two guys that aren't overly popular now, but I mean, just that game and that game alone, which is what the Clive Churchill is based on, you can't deny that they absolutely killed it. So Michael Morgan, with me, for me, probably a whisker ahead of Jonathan Thurston for 2015. 2016, Cronulla Sharks. Uh, Paul Gallen comes to mind straight away. He's the guy that he, he was the face of the Sharks for just so long. And when I think of the Cronulla Sharks, I still do think Paul Gallen, to be perfectly honest with you. But there are a couple of other guys that are probably drawn for second place. Obviously, Andrew Fafita, one of the biggest players in rugby league history as well. Definitely the biggest play uh, in the history of the Cronulla Sharks, scoring that try. Uh, you've got James Maloney, you've got Benny Barber, you've got Michael Ennis. Just so many champion players in this team that played a huge role in this side that I think without those guys, they probably aren't able to win that premiership. But I think it's really, really tough to go past Paul Gallen. It's actually a train going past me in the background, not recording in the studio today. So if you can hear that, apologies. That should pass over the next minute or so. Uh, let's move to 2017. This Melbourne Storm team, they were just on another level. I still think they're one of the best teams ever, and I think that they are underappreciated in the history of rugby league just because they gave it to this Cowboys team in the grand final. But that's how good they were. Billy Slater, I believe he got the Clive Churchill in this game. Uh, personally, this is this is the grand final that I think Cameron Smith, I thought he was the best player on the field in this game. I thought he was incredible. Uh, so Cameron Smith, he's probably the guy that comes to mind when I think the 2017 Melbourne Storm. But another one that you could equally sort of share with Slater or with Cooper Cronk. Uh, a really impressive side, this 17 Melbourne Storm. I would put them up against... You know, the early 90s Canberra Raiders, the mid-90s Brisbane Broncos, I would put them up against most teams in the history of rugby league as one of the best ever. 2018, Cooper Cronk makes his move to the Sydney Roosters. They win this one 21-6 over the Canberra Raiders. Sorry, over the Melbourne Storm, sorry. And Cooper Cronk is the guy that I remember for this one. Canberra Raiders comes a year after. We'll get to that in a second. 21-6, they defeat the Melbourne Storm in this game, and it was just... An absolute lockout. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, they scored one try. I think it was off a Josh Adokar intercept. I think Luke Keary threw it, and he went on to get the Clive Churchill medal. But for me, the week leading into it and everything, Cooper Cronk, he has to be the guy for me here. He probably shouldn't have played this game. They put him out there with one arm, and people say, oh, he didn't do anything. Like you, you, if, if, if that's your 
argument you don't understand the game. One of the best teams we've ever seen, they went back-to-back. One of the best coaches we've ever seen, star started, and they decided, we just need this guy out on the field to help us. So Cooper Cronk, as much as he didn't do a heap in that grand final, this is his sort of premiership. This is what I remember with Cooper Cronk. The next year, they went back-to-back, obviously. First team to do it in a very long time since the Broncos of the early 90s. Uh, obviously beating the Canberra Raiders here 14-8. to Probably the most memorable grand final for uh, the six-again call. Uh, Jack Whiten, he wins the Clive Churchill medal here. So a bit of a strange one. But for me, once again, it's hard to go past Cooper Cronk because it was the back-to-back premiership and everything. But I think it's near impossible not to give this one to James Tedesco. Uh, 2019 was the year that Teddy owned. He scored the match winner in State of Origin 3 on the bell. He scored the match winner for the Sydney Roosters in the grand final. So I think this is the premiership I associate with James Tedesco. And I don't think he's won his last premiership. I think he will win more in the future. And I assume he'll be the captain of the Sydney Roosters moving forward now. So I'm expecting at some point, or the end of Teddy's career that I will have an image of him holding the trophy on his own as a premiership winning captain following in the footsteps of the great Anthony Minicello at the Sydney Roosters but for me right now 2019 I do put this grand final probably alongside James Tedesco he's the guy that I think of obviously Cooper Cronk's last game as well though so you could put it next to him but I think this is a huge moment in the career of one James Tedesco the year after that the Melbourne Storm defeating the Penrith Panthers for me it has to be Cameron Smith here I know Pappy he won the Clive Churchill he was sensational in this game, but this is the first time Cameron Smith wins a premiership without Slater and without Kronk, uh, which I just thought was an incredible effort. He'd previously won one without Slater, but he hadn't won one without... Oh, had he won one without Slater? No, he hadn't, actually. They, they, they lost that grand final, sorry. It was the first premiership he'd won without Slater and Kronk, and it really put him on, on the pedestal for me. Uh, it was also his last game of rugby league, so we have to remember him for that. We didn't know it... Well, we assumed it at the time, but we didn't know it for sure, but in hindsight, we know that this would be his last game of rugby league, and for me, I would have given him the Clive Churchill medalist. It still kind of rattles me that he didn't get it. I know that Sportsbet paid out at half time, and he was about a dollar and fifteen cents at full time to get it. Did go to Papi, who had a great game, but for me, Smith was the difference in this game. I sort of said this to Nathan Cleary the other day that if Smith wasn't on the field, I think Penrith probably win this game realistically. I thought he was the MVP and the best on the field, and it's it's the crowning moment in the career of Cameron Smith for me. Doing it without the other guys, who a lot of you want to tell me, oh, he was always just in a good team, which he was, but. I mean, you took two Immortals out of that team. He got put into lockdown. He was older than he ever had been in a game that was faster than it ever has been. And he was still the most important guy on the field. Let's move to 2021. For me, it has to be our guest from last week, Nathan Cleary. Uh, the way that he played in the final series is unbelievable. Coming back from injury, his kicking game in the grand final was one of the best we've ever seen. Um, I, I personally thought that South Sydney didn't deserve to lose, but Penrith just strangled them out of this game. And it was off the back of Nathan Cleary's kicking game. I sort of joked um, with Finchie on Denim Kemp's podcast that they should have just put the Clive Churchill medal around his right leg. And it was that sort of performance, like nothing we've seen before. We were lucky enough to have Nathan on the podcast last week to name his dream team and to just have a general chat. If you haven't had a listen to that one, go back and have a listen to it. Sensational stuff with an absolute champion fellow, Nathan Cleary. But when I think of that 2021 Panthers side, obviously Isaiah Yo, Appy Curacao, Jerome Lewis, Steve. Stephen Crine took the intercept. James Fisher-Harris. You know, so many guys that come to mind as being true leaders in this team. But it has to be Nathan Cleary, the Clive Churchill medalist, and the best on ground for me in that grand final. Thank you for... I've lost the name now. Thank you to whoever sent this one in. Really enjoyed going through this one. Really great to go back and relive some of those grand finals as well. Stay tuned, guys. Plenty more content coming this week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. 
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.